Welcome to Explore Radio. I'm Jeff St. Clair. WKSU asked listeners for ideas for what to explore in the next episode of our science series. We had some great suggestions. When the ideas were put to a vote, the top choice was, is enough being done to find a cure for type 1 diabetes? In this week's Explore Radio, we try to find the answer. Around one and a quarter million Americans have type 1, or insulin-dependent diabetes. Rich Janice is one of them. He takes a glass vial out of the fridge. This is the, the Humalog I take right before I eat. He's been injecting it three or four times a day for 45 years. Here is the syringes. Humalog Insulin earned drug maker Eli Lilly $3 billion last year. Worldwide, around $280 billion is spent managing diabetes and its complications. Janice wonders if all of this money has been a disincentive for drug makers and the medical industry to find a cure for type 1 diabetes. If I weren't so cynical, I'd be really cynical. The cynicism led Janice, as a WKSU listener, to ask... How much is spent to cure the disease versus treat the disease? And to answer the question, we follow the science. Our first stop is the Cleveland Clinic. Diabetes researcher Jan Jensen once worked in the pharmaceutical industry. He shares some cynicism about drug makers' interest in a cure. It's quite lucrative to actually provide therapies for diabetic patients. So I think that over the years, there hasn't been as much pickup of trying to develop curative therapies for the disease. But Rich Janice and I are here to find out if he has an idea of what a cure could look like. If I can ask a question, would stem cells play into that? Oh, it can, and it will. Stem cells can be turned into any kind of cell, and Jensen is working on a way to turn them into beta cells, the insulin-producing cells that diabetes destroys. He started a company to industrialize the process. We head over to the clinic's business incubator, where Trailhead Biosystems is located. This whole instrument is a bioisolator. Jensen's company uses robots to automate experiments, turning stem cells into beta cells in hopes of mass producing them. Like many startups, he's starved for capital. Capital does become a limiting factor because we know how to do it. Now we just have to do the science. Jensen's approach is one of several promising paths to a cure, and several other companies are working to bring it to market. Philip Shaw is keeping an eye on those projects, and all diabetes research, he's general manager of the watchdog group, the Juvenile Diabetes Cure Alliance. And he's concerned that the world's leading funding organization, the Juvenile Diabetes Research Foundation, or JDRF, has lost its focus on finding a cure. If you go back 10 years, about 65% of all of the income that the JDRF would make in a given year was going to research grants. As of the past five years, that number's floated around the high 30s. A nearly 50% drop. We have never shied away from investing in cures, ever, ever. Sanjoy Dutta, Associate Vice President of Research at the JDRF, defends the group's spending, but he acknowledges it now leans more toward life-enhancing therapies and education. He also strongly disputes the idea that Big Pharma is not interested in curing diabetes. We are heavily invested with the pharma companies in finding cures, cures, mind you, for type 1 diabetes. He says diabetes is much more complicated than anyone thought. We're not discovering type 1 diabetes. There's probably six or seven different subtypes of diseases. And still no one knows what causes it. 
Bart Roop is an immunologist at the City of Hope Research Center in California. I used to be saying that it's a mistake of the immune system and now think it's a mistake of the, the beta cells. He's working on a therapy that reprograms misbehaving beta cells in the pancreases of newly diagnosed people, while simultaneously training their immune systems to leave them alone. So the word cure is actually uh, on the horizon now. The fact is research takes time, no matter how much money is thrown at it, and spending on diabetes therapies has improved people's lives. And all this leaves listener Rich Janice feeling slightly less cynical. And, you know, it's not going to happen during my lifetime. I'm realistic about that, and, you know, I'll, I'll keep giving myself shots. I'm Jeff St. Clair with this week's Explore Radio.